0: Well, welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Uh, me and Jordan, uh, we just got back in from hunting this morning, just a few minutes ago. And what we're doing is, is we actually, I know, I think it's probably been the last three or four podcasts we've done have been on the shorter side of what we normally do, and that's just because uh, we will get to the point. Where we've actually had a few people uh, send messages saying that you know what happened to the podcast. They've been they've been so much shorter lately, and it, what it what it's been is uh really a combination of things one you know, with
1: the that's a nice way of saying you're boring like
0: how's that saying you're boring <laughs> they're saying it's too short we want more of it jordan
1: oh well we're get, here
0: the, the the cup is either gla- a half full or half empty it all depends on how you look at life that's right <laughs> but uh um, so um you know the rut's kicking in and we're still dealing with you know time change and shorter days and Um, it's just a busier time of year for us, so it's a lot of times, the past couple times that we've done these podcasts, it's just been that kind of a situation, I guess you could say, where we're just kind of fitting it in, whatever we can, in between hunts, but we hunted this morning, and then we got, we had, you know, didn't have, got everything we needed to get taken care of, taken care of, so we could get back here in time to do a podcast and not have to say, oh, this is going to be a short one, because we've got to get out to the woods and hunt, so. Despite the fact that Jordan woke up at four a.m. this morning, and he looks like he's trying to hold his eyes open, and he was already complaining before we recorded it that he was tired. Yep. So he agreed I'm, to do one.
1: I'm ready for a nap, but I was, <laughs> we need to update everybody <laughs> what's been going on. Yeah.
0: Well, here's one thing I want to talk about with you, and this is something that probably if you, I mean, you may get an inclination of it, but not everyone that watches the show because it's more b- behind the scenes kind of thing. Is there? Whoops. What did you drop? duck call oh okay well we have like a ongoing it's not really a, like a legit official competition but there's always it's like a bragging rights deal between yeah. all of the camera guys yep. there's how many who can film the most successful usable video kills in one year you know i mean and usually it's pretty i mean i don't think we've ever had anyone just run or, run away with it you know it's usually pretty close neck and neck this that and the other however
1: yeah you you beat me out by one deer last year
0: yeah and that's you that's typically how it goes but this year i am so behind the man on the hot streak i don't think i could catch up with you this year if i tried to you bet you've had the hot hand all year
1: <laughs> it's been a good year i mean you can't plan this kind of stuff it no just, it just happens i yeah. mean you go with a person end up in the right spot where buck wants to come out that's the way it works that's just how it happens yeah (laughs) and uh, the buck does everything right and you get good video and that's our main goal here is videoing deer and teaching people how to hunt them right so it's just kind
0: of a fun thing we do but yeah i I mean you've been on eight eight yeah i've
1: had out of 13
0: i've been on three
1: (laughs) yeah that's right
0: all brad ferris i haven't filmed anyone else kill a deer all year
1: yeah that's true you uh but when it comes to hunting you've had a hot streak on that you've sat in a deer stand like three times and killed two bucks (laughs) yeah i'm I'm not gonna (coughs) i'm
0: joking i don't think i'm gonna hunt the rest of the year i don't want to mess up my no my success average is pretty high (laughs) right now yeah but uh
1: like me, when I it's my turn to hunt or whatever, it takes me like two weeks to kill a deer. So. You shot that coyote yesterday. I did kill a coyote, yeah. so. <laughs>
0: but uh more, more often, more so than that. Other than our, you know, games that we play, I wanted to talk about because um, yeah, it was last week. Uh Jimmy and Troy both killed you. Filmed both of those, and those were both kind of both interesting hunts and how they played out, and. Kind of key into what we're dealing with this time of year. They're with pretty the deer. much, I
1: mean, them hunts last week with Troy and Jimmy, both of them were textbook rut hunts, mm-hmm. you know. Right. With Jimmy, we had saw, we, uh, with Jimmy, we saw this deer last week. We were going down the road. He was just standing there looking at us off in the bushes, mm-hmm. and, you know, we had a blind right up the road from him. It's was like, if we ever get a west wind, we go in there and try him. Yeah. buckshot roads little old bitty patch i mean it's a bow hunting spot it's like right. a
0: quarter acre and if y'all don't know when we talk about uh buckshot road is uh one obviously one of the roads on cottonmouth but uh it runs if you if you're coming down our main camp road to turn off you it's right on the bank of the river and then it runs right off of it but yeah. so you're running you're driving along the bank of the river going north and you turn back headed it west mu-
1: it pretty much runs through the heart of arkansas
0: right so you hear there's a lot of stuff that we have that is kind of off of buckshot road but this plot and this blind that jordan's talking about is right at the head of it like yeah, right we're at
1: looking it. at the river i mean the river's 50 yards from it. it's pretty all afternoons looking at barges and stuff out there in the yeah. distance and
0: which is especially cool out of that 360 blind yeah it's <laughs> cool man <laughs> that's kind of one of the coolest one of the reasons that we put it there uh because you know we're still you know getting the i mean the 360 blinds are new to us mm-hmm. and so we saw that river like, man how cool would it be to be able to see the river out of the out of that blind while you are hunting, yeah. But
1: uh, those are neat blinds. I was kind of I didn't really know what to expect when we heard about them and they were coming out with them and they brought them over here for us to do a little research on them. And yeah, I I love them so far. It's crazy. It's uh, and we still
0: and I told you this because that uh, that buck that me and you shot together at New Ground, we were in one of those. Yeah, and it's Man. it's just funny because we were talking about because when you get inside it, it's 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 like that kind of like a what do they call those mirrors that you it looks like a mirror but if you're on the backside you can see through it or, mm-hmm. and so deer walks out and you feel like you have to freeze up because you feel like they can see right in there and look at you but yeah. it, so but it, it it is pretty wicked cool but anyhow sorry to chase that rabbit hole back to what you were talking about with the seven
1: oh yeah forgot about that <laughs> we almost didn't kill this deer why is that lake pickle
0: i don't know why don't you divulge
1: why don't you elaborate okay so here's a story lake is a hard-working young man so he puts in extra hours was it last saturday saturday yeah me and troy left that morning we had stuff at the house as far as being with our wives and stuff yeah lake's over here working while we're out playing thank you for that i'm glad you prefaced it with that yeah because we were working very hard when you and brad were playing in nevada and las vegas and stuff TV. don't worry okay i'm going on with this okay and uh So Lake puts up his blind on the platform over there. And according to Mr. Jimmy, he has no clue what he's doing when he puts up blinds. Right. So you put up the blind. It was very secure up there. It looked good. We got up in it. Couldn't see 40 yards for a big limb. You could see, but you couldn't shoot. Obviously, you could
0: shoot. You killed a deer.
1: Well, so I'm looking at the situation. I told Mr. Jimmy to stand up, put all the stuff on the floor, and I cut all the straps to the blind so we could spin it around. I didn't tell you that part. You cut the straps? Yeah, I untied them. I cut them where I could, cut the knots out of them.
0: All you had to do to cut the knots is pull the knot.
1: But I I was inside the blind, so I had to undo them up there to knuckle. (sighs) So I spin the blind around, and we get all set up. And we're sitting there probably 30 minutes or so, and Jimmy's already getting on patient hadn't seen a deer. Well, there was a spike there. We got there. We ran him out of the plot, but we hadn't seen a deer in thirty minutes. Jimmy's getting impatient. He says he's gonna grunt. And if anybody's ever paid attention to Mister Jimmy's grunting, it's the same sequence every time, and it works. It's back. Sometimes. Back, back, back. Yeah. Back, back, back. Rip rip. That's it. Every time. Every time, it's the same. You can, you can put, you can set your watch to it if you want to set it in sequence. Oh yeah, yeah it's a yeah well he grunts at the he grunts and uh we're sitting there three minutes later i look over in the back of the plot and there's a buck down there looking out there looking for that grunt like, i zoom in on him and sure enough it's that big seven point we saw a couple of days before and mr jimmy he's trying to get his gun out the window see if he can see through him finally the deer he stays out there for like 20 minutes and he starts walking towards the south towards the road and he finds a little hole and I mean just dirt rolls and and that's Mr. Jimmy's final Arkansas tag. Yeah. And if we've all been hearing for the last two weeks that you would go ahead and say it like I'm a trophy hunt. I'm a trophy hunt. I'm a kill a big one. Yeah. But this was a big deer. Which, Don't get me wrong. I'm like which to me like
0: when Jimmy said he's gonna trophy hunt that means something different i mean like that that deer i mean that deer's a trophy to anybody in my mind
1: but, oh yeah <laughs> but I, you, know. you think about jimmy you think oh, okay he's gonna wait for a 150 or something right i was happy he shot it oh yeah i was tickled we need to get that deer gone yeah I mean, big old seven but he's he ended up he would have probably been an eight point but he had broke his pedicle was a cool yeah. part of it and he had a unicorn sticking out of his forehead yeah and a little it, it was I've, ne- I've never seen that before yeah i hadn't either um, but he's a six seven year old deer really good looking deer but yeah. mr jimmy was excited to finally finish his last arkansas buck so he's moving on to louisiana mississippi now and he's working the states out so. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: which is you know it it puts him out of contention for a while because rocker as of now is solid in arkansas oh yeah so that's one less person who can kill rocker and he wants him bad so everyone does oh yeah but but you know i thought that was interesting um because how, okay, so y'all were in that blind. um, Pretty good bit of thicket right there around. Yeah, I mean, you kind
1: of base where you want to go hunt this time of year around cover. Because yeah. that's where your doe their does are hunkered down right now. I mean, we've hunted the last three afternoons and I've seen a total of like four does. Right. And this time last week we've seen like 50. And if you see a doe, they look like they're worried de- to death. Oh, yeah. They're on pins and needles just wondering who's coming behind on the
0: Yeah, worn out and harassed by three-year-old spike bucks and some mature ones we've seen some mature ones do it but mm-hmm. um not just full-blown yet but so how just trying to think of how how close you think that deer was to that food plot so he grunts how long was it before you saw that deer
1: he was within 150 yards yeah. of us had to be because yeah. jimmy doesn't grunt loud and it wasn't aggressive and i mean the deer was standing he was bedded up or walking through at the right moment and yeah when jimmy grunted he heard it and come out there to check out who was in his hood
0: right and it was just enough just enough grunt, and he, you know, just close enough to where he had to come check it out. And that's, um, that's something, you know, especially down here in the South, you always hear about calling. I mean, heck, we did a whole podcast about calling for when the rut was about to happen mm-hmm. in the Midwest back in the What's that time here? Yeah. And it, it, calling doesn't ever seem to be as it almost, it's like it gets pushed to the side here. People don't think it would work. Yeah. But I, heck, I mean, I've seen it work too many times to not try
1: it. I hadn't called up a mature buck this week, but I've, already had two or three younger bucks five feet from the stand just because of grunting. Right. And canning. Yeah. Yesterday we had this uh, buck come through the plot with me and Ben and he left out a plot so I decided to just see what he'd do. If I'd grunt at him. See if he'd come back. Just just testing out a grunt call. Right. Whatever. Seeing what he'd do. Learning from it. Yeah. I hit the grunt and can like once and can once. And I mean I heard it, he started coming to us and yeah. ends, ends up at 10 feet from the stand. I mean, that shows you what they're doing right now. They're looking. Right, yeah. If there's any kind of breeding activity noises going on, they're coming to check yeah. it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, fast forward from that one. Um, so, Jimmy killed a deer. He was excited. I mean, that was. I mean, that, like I said, picture perfect hunt. Uh, we didn't mention this before, but y'all had a west wind that afternoon. Right. And so, with the way that blinds, we're talking about it being right on the riverbank. West, west wind blows it right over the water. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you're not going to get winded by anything
1: and a buck like that you know if you grunt at him most of the time if they can they're gonna get downwind they're gonna you'll circle never downwind. see them yeah
0: so we talk a lot about calling setups that was a perfect one because mm-hmm. he there's no way that deer could circle downwind without us uh, seeing him seeing him or giving you a shot opportunity yep, exactly so um but yeah moving on from that one uh was it the next day you and Troy hunted in,
1: in yeah. yeah. Started that next morning. We hunted North Coyote. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about yeah, that Yeah, it, it was. That's one to discuss all its own. That's one of the best hunts I've had all year For far as just seeing rutting. Yeah. Let's talk. Okay. So, how many deer did y'all call in that morning? Uh, Five bucks, I believe. So. Four or five. I can't remember exactly, but it was a lot of them. Let's yeah. talk about. So, we just talked about
0: why Jimmy spot worked as a good calling setup because of that water. Right. And me and you both said when we were looking at we call that spot north of Coyote. Um, if y'all heard us talk about the Coyote food plot, um, which has Jimmy, been really yeah, really good Jimmy, to us this year, Jimmy missed a buck there. Troy killed a buck there. Jordan killed a buck there, and then Brad killed a buck there just two weeks ago, right. the week before this one, right? Or two weeks before this one, yeah. And uh, this spot that we call north of Coyote is north of the Coyote food plot, it's but,
1: Probably 200 yards off the food plot. You're right. Trying to catch a deer traveling to and from the food plot, right?
0: And me and you, when we thought about that spot, we both said, man, that'd be a jam up spot to try mm-hmm. calling. So explain.
1: What it, what it is, is they select cut this timber years ago, and there's more sunlight on one side of the select cut than there is on the other. So it creates like a line, you know, an edge. A very, very defined line. Yes, very defined. It's a lot of dewberry and red vine and everything growed up on the trees, so it makes a really thick thicket line out thick. through there
0: yeah super thick and not only thick but the deer eat that dewberry yeah exactly it's it's excellent it's, browse it's a
1: lot of food up there but the stand is right on the edge facing uh due west and there's another edge 60 yards to the west of us it. mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a little runway down through there it right. really is if you took a if you took a piece of paper and drew like an hourglass we're right in the skinny part of the hourglass if you consider that right you know you're in the woods but you've got different types of cover there so it makes an edge yeah but it's perfect for calling because the rivers behind us, probably 85 90 yards i mean you will get a few deer downwind of you there but majority of them are going to come to the edge and look and the other thing that
0: works for you there is we talk about especially because y'all were bow hunting there Mm -hmm. so you know calling for when you're calling deer in and you have a rifle obviously you don't need them as close when you have a bow obviously but the thing that works for you there for specifically calling with a bow is the thicket in there that we talked about. So thick, so much cover in there, whereas as to opposed if you were grunting and bleating and rattling or whatever yeah. in wide-open hardwoods, a deer can get 100 yards out, look where that's calling coming from, and say, there's no deer right there, as to where when they're standing in that thicket, and you're grunting at him. He can't. He can't say that. He, exactly. He, there He's, could be a buck in that dewberry thicket. He just doesn't. He can't see
1: him. And the cool thing about this was there was a buck at one point, right like fifty yards from us, and we never saw him. We could yeah. hear him over there grunting. And this, he was raking a tree like nobody's business. And
0: yeah. <coughs> just doing
1: his just, thing. Just, I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: that's fun.
1: But you know, we never laid eyes on him. Yeah. But that morning, go. I mean, as soon as we got in the stand, Troy was looking through his binoculars getting them focused in i said i see a doe you want me to shoot her said, yeah sure <laughs> and uh i heard <laughs> right behind her mm-hmm. like, don't shoot her. don't shoot that down, yeah. <laughs> and we looked down it's 135 inch eight point right behind her came right. came by us at 35 yards and yeah troy didn't have his release on his hand yet
0: and just to yeah they, yeah because you know, y'all said that was right when y'all got like, up i had
1: just hung my camera up yeah and just got it turned on but a few minutes goes by, and we see a couple more deer just coming through there, and we grunted up a little six-point, and uh, Troy puts out a like a breeding sequence, like just a hard chase, this really aggressive grunting with a lot of cannon, in. and uh, two or three minutes later, I look up, and there's a buck standing there. Sure enough, mature deer. Yeah. He's at 60 yards looking for it. Well, he comes out there, piddles around, eats a little dewberry, and starts coming right at us at 35 yards over the shoulder. Troy draws back. And swinging a miss, swinging a miss. I mean, as a video guy, you dream for those times because it's over the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, everything's right.
0: And he was what, like 30? Yeah,
1: thirty? Yeah, thirty yards, 25, 30 yards, and just happens. It happens, happens. Yeah. Everybody, but
0: I've done it, you've done it.
1: But anyways, we uh, it makes good TV though. Cause it does. <laughs> people enjoy watching people miss, yeah. just like anybody does, because oh, it yeah. makes everybody human.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's a funny segment, and. That was a good hunt. I mean, that's probably the best hunt I've had all year in the morning. Yeah. I just love, you know, because I I always go back to this. The whole
0: reason we started doing this podcast is is trying to help people be more successful, Mm -hmm. you know. And and just taking the stand like that. And I even, I mean, think about it. Everything about that hunt was successful except for the miss.
1: Yeah, it's still successful.
0: so, So you still got, you know, so I like taking apart what made that hunt work and just... So if any of y'all are listening and y'all are, y'all are thinking about, you know, because if you're in the south and you're, you're hunting now, now is y'all's go time mm-hmm. as far as rutting, the
1: next The next month is hot.
0: Yeah, for rutting goes. And so that's what, like what Jordan said. All of this has been based around, think about it, dense cover. Dense that,
1: cover and proper wind.
0: Right. Because I, I don't think y'all would have had, as far as bow hunting goes, y'all would not have had that much action. In, in a w- more wide open area.
1: Me and you both grew up hunting the pine rows of central Mississippi. Right. And some of the best calling setups you can find is a cutover that mm-hmm. transitions to young pines or something. Right. It does not get any better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it, it is unreal how many deer you can grow up in central Mississippi or south Alabama. Anywhere down here that's got these... A lot of timberland that they transition from cut over to a little bit older timber or younger timber. I mean, it's just all about the edges. Yeah, any kind of yeah, any kind of an edge. Deer and edge species. Anywhere that deer has to come look to see what's going on that thicket over there that he can't get downwind of you is the best place to be. And
0: think about it too this way: like like we're talking, those does are just worn out and tired of getting harassed by those bucks, and so they get in those real thick young pines or real thick you know cutovers they can get in there and disappear and the buck can't find them so you know they're thinking it, it makes all the sense in the world to the buck that you're calling to that mm-hmm. there's something going on and that they're like oh man they found one of the does you know or something
1: i can tell you one thing uh i grew up it was a big old oak bottom i loved hunting in as when i was younger and it was wide open like we're talking about wide open timber but the corps of engineers somebody had dug a canal through it years and years ago and there's one spot where they had uh, piled up dirt for like sixty yards along the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I would climb right there on the edge of that canal, and I called up so many deer right there. It right. was unreal, just because they had to come up there to the edge and look just to see. Yeah. And there's wide open timber. Yeah. yeah, and that's like what I was
0: talking about earlier. I think calling gets just not as prioritized down here because mm-hmm. people just get the idea that it doesn't work. But it's just, it's it's just all about your setup, and it's all about your setup and your wind and everything and the time of year. And I'm thinking, I was hunting with uh, my older brother, and uh, Brett doesn't hunt as much as I do, just, you know, never took to it. it Never, I mean, he enjoys going, but just not as much. He didn't obsess over it, I guess, as much as I did. And we were hunting together a few years back. We were in a pine plantation, had a little food plot lane cut right in the middle of all this thicket. And he said, I had my – it was this time of year, and he said, you know, I've never seen those calls work, just because he'd never – you know, never hunted with me that much. And I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, all right. Was, not that I knew this was going to work. I said, well, we can give it a try. So I lean out and I grunt a few times. It was not two minutes later. Buck walks out in the far end of that lane just looking. Now, mm-hmm. again, that's calling for a rifle. So, you know, we were in a wide open lane.
1: Was it a four point? No. You but, blow, did you blow him down? No. What happened? <laughs> because
0: we were in a, the place we were hunting at. They had a, uh, he was a three-year-old eight point. Oh, and man. And we were hunting at. They wanted us to kill four years old, four year, deer. Four years old and older Mm. but uh he came out there and like i said you know bow hunting that wouldn't have worked but rifle hunting i mean if he was a mature deer we could have shot him yeah because he just stepped out in that lane and stood there for probably about 20 seconds kind of and saw saw there wasn't any deer in that lane and he just kind of went on his way but it can definitely work down here there's Mm. no doubt about it
1: yeah it will and it always has and always will if you set yourself up in the right spot right but that afternoon yeah me and troy me and troy had decided we're probably gonna go back in north coyote just because of what we saw that morning so we pulled the card on the camera in there on this major, like beat down trail i mean that, every deer we saw that morning just about went down that trail so we knew we we're gonna catch most of the deer on the camera there that's going down through there right so we pulled the card and we see that most of the activities in the morning so we picked right going there in the morning so i in the back of my head i'm just i and you know this just like anybody that knows me i'm always thinking plan b where else can i go yes always i don't
0: know like jordan we'll get to this but jordan hunted this morning or no it was yesterday afternoon and this is a typical jordan figuring out where he's going to go hunting so we sit down and jordan's like i think i'm gonna go to the famous pecan food plot i'm like cool sounds great no one's hunted there should be good and then in the next 10 minutes he's like or i could go to chances or i could take my climber and go to the riverbank or I could take some 5 gallon buckets and sit on the side of the lane or I could belly crawl across the levee and sit I mean, it, just, Yeah, uh, <laughs> I lose sleep over thinking of all the different places you got to choose from. Yeah.
1: I loved it when I had my old back forty, man, This was one spot to go. Yeah. You know, north wind, you go. Yeah.
0: Like, well, you got to worry about it. You know, where are you going? Well, I only got two stands, so one or the other. Yeah. But uh so yeah, anyhow, I'm sorry. So, y'all go back to checking cameras.
1: So, we're looking at the cameras, and there's a lot of morning activity in North Coyote, but not a whole lot in the afternoon. So, I'm just the whole time, whole time going through there just trying to wear somewhere that we just, I love going to off-the-wall spots, just somewhere nobody's been all year. We don't even know what's going on there. right? And it's proven to work just because the lack of pressure. I mean, it's not hunting pressure, but the lack of traveling in there pressure just going to check camera pressure. I mean, right. any kind of pressure is pressure. Yeah,
0: and we've talked. We talked about that. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, so it crossed me my mind. Well, the day before we had went, and, or you actually put up a blind at Secret Patch. Yeah, same day I put up the one. You at You did Jimmy's. good on this one. Thank you. You did very good. I did good on Jimmy's too. He killed a deer. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, anyway, we rode up there and looked at Secret Patch. It's the first time I had seen Secret Patch all year. Yeah. I had not been up there. No one's touched it. Nobody's been in there. Nobody's rode down the road. Delta's upset. Delta. Why are you growling? <laughs> you must smell Jimmy. Either Jimmy or Troy. One of the two. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're thinking the whole time. just In the back of my mind, I'm like, somebody needs to go sit there just because, hey, be quiet. Be quiet. Go sleep. Amazing, you take her deer hunting, she's quiet as a mouth. You have her in the bedroom in here, and she's just barking and growling. She's upset,
0: man. I don't know why, but she's upset.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's ready to go deer hunting this afternoon, I
0: guess. Yeah,
1: but uh, so they've been back in my mind. I'm thinking there's somebody needs to go sit there. I mean, it's the perfect wind for it. I'm like, Troy, let's go to the secret patch. And he's like, okay, Uh, well, my thinking on this is you and Brad have been hunting rocker to the west of that all year, yeah. and nobody has hunted anything to the east of cigarette patch yeah and as history shows a lot of those deer that jimmy's killed in there have came from the east
0: yeah that's a, that's there's a, a old dim road i think it used to be a more traveled road
1: well that food plot back in the day used to be like five acres now it's an acre and a half yeah. so it's a lot of thick cover around it a it? ton
0: yeah it's yeah. the same kind of situation as like north of, as uh, the coyote plot there's thicket everywhere around yeah. it but, but you, uh, you never
1: know what's going to come out in no. there. You're just th- sitting there, just wondering if he's fitting to show up. Or- yeah.
0: And he's absolutely right, like what Jordan's talking about. Again, we're not about to go into a whole other rocker story. I know we talk about rocker all the time. But that bot- where we hunt rocker at, where we talk about finding this home, finding this core area, is a spot that we call the secret bottom. And just like what Jordan said, we actually, I was hunting with Brad yesterday, and we, we mapped it out, our stand right there in the, one of our stands in the secret bottom try, that where we're trying to kill rocker the secret patch is just 250 yards and from
1: rocker never shows up in that patch
0: he's and we've got one picture of him last year at midnight
1: one picture out of 400 days yeah that's the
0: know. only so but just to give y'all kind of an idea uh where where jordan's talking about where the secret patch is it's 250 yards to the east
1: yep but anyway i'm like troy let's go there and okay Let's go. Let's go try a new spot, you know, you don't know what's coming in there because we just put a camera on it yesterday. Right. And uh we get up in there and there's deer in the field and we get there, run them out. Or uh, they just kinda trot it out, cause snuck up there. You know how yeah. they do this kinda look up and it's ease out of the field.
0: Did y'all like my little quiet lane I trimmed for I y'all did. to get to the- I
1: loved it. I loved it. <laughs> we were so quiet getting in up in that blind. Yeah.
0: That's, that's that's a big it's a the, big help
1: the good thing about that day too is windy you know yeah. it was blowing like 12 mile an hour north winds cold it was snowing in south mississippi yeah just a good food plot day yeah. and uh we get in the blind and sitting there probably 30 minutes we're like there should be deer in here by now because we were mm-hmm. late getting there to start with right and um uh, about that time troy looks up there's a buck and we pull up camera on him and he ends up being that really nice two-year-old eight points it has got a split yeah, you two. yeah 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 i remember that dude he's like a little rocker i right. mean he's got the potential to be a stud yeah. in three
0: years he's tomorrow's trophy that's for sure
1: so we're sitting there watching him and we look over towards the secret bottom road and there comes a 10 point out of there uh, two, a two or three-year-old 10 point this is just, y'all saw him two yeah. days ago he's yeah. just outstanding looking yeah. We're like, heck yeah man we're gonna have a good afternoon well, another eight-point comes out of the back, and he's a three-year-old, too. And we're like, any time. And does start coming in there. We had like 20 deer in the plot at 4 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, come about 4.15, we're watching these bucks over there. They're all trying to size each other up, you know, bristle up. And they right. walk out of the plot on the road. Something's going on towards secret bottom, like they're chasing or something. They hear something, and all of them walk out. We're watching all that. Well, Troy says, big deer coming. Anyways, I look over to the right and there's just a mammoth of eight point coming across the field. Yeah. And by the time I get the camera on him and Troy gets his gun up, the deer's out of the field walking over towards the mother bucks, just bristled up, ears back. And I mean, we think he's gone. Ten seconds there's a shooter come through there and he's gone.
0: Yeah. I saw that. Y'all showed me that first clip. He was just he, I mean, he walked out of there like he's on a mission.
1: If you'd have been hunting, you could have shot him. But doing what we do with the T V cameras, yeah.
0: you couldn't. Same, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's happened to us before. And then
1: again, when deer are fuzzed up like that, they could look a lot older yeah, than they really are. When yeah. they're puffed up, they look two or three years older than they really are. Correct, but anyway, we're sitting there. Well, it's still early, something else is gonna come across. About that time, and bucks start coming back out that road, and a different buck comes in there, a four year old, eight point, is probably 110,
0: yeah,
1: type deer. And we're like, I hate to shoot him after what we just saw come across here, right? Well, anyway. We're sitting there, and here comes the big eight back out there. And just, he's the man of that field. You can tell that's his house. Yeah. He's showing everybody.
0: That, I saw that in that clip, too. He was like, running all those, oh I mean, yeah. just kind of bristling up to him. He and, was
1: walking around there with his chest poked yeah. out like Jimmy does when there are biscuits in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Troy pulls out, pulls a gun on him, and I mean, just hammers him with a 6.5. Yeah. He runs like 30 yards, piles up in the field. And, secret patch does it again yeah
0: how many times i think no yeah that that's out of the four years that we've we've hunted this hunted this place hunted cottonmouth there's been we've the first time we've gone to secret patch three three years we've Mm -hmm. killed on the first time we sat there
1: it's it's a good spot it's pretty much if you drew a wagon wheel in arkansas that's your hub that's the hub that spot, yeah. there's no telling how many bucks call that their home right in that area. Yeah, and it's like we're
0: talking about talking about rut setups that, that work good. You know, being that close to all those thickets, there's so many does mm-hmm. that come in there to try to get a bite, and those bucks know that. So they frink with that trying to locate a doe, which is what. That's true. What, yeah.
1: And we checked the cameras. Brad checked them yesterday, and there's a 150-inch 9, 10-point coming in there now. So yeah. somebody's going to get him within
0: next week, I hope. The funny part, so we transition. let's transition from yeah so jordan those are back-to-back days jimmy kills and troy kills yeah that was awesome
1: wednesday and thursday yeah
0: two incredible rut hunts jordan continues his hot streak on cameraman of the year this year i'm left in the dust but i'm gonna get the uh,
1: golden camera award <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh that's what uh, jordan comes up to me after when he comes in with that deer. he said hey you want me to film Brad so he can finally kill Rocker? I don't think you're going to be able to do it. I mean. when, when you're having a year like this, you got to be a little bit cocky. Yeah.
1: It only happens every it's, once in three or four years. You have a
0: good year. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. But uh, so. making,
1: making up from double punching on that elk. In Texas. Yeah. Yeah. i am still kind of heard about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I do if Jordan ever starts getting his head swells up a little too big. I'm like, hey, remember that time you double punched on that elk in Texas? Yes.
1: <laughs> I remember. I'm sorry. Uh,
0: but so anyhow, that same afternoon. So uh, Troy and Jordan are hunting the secret patch. And then so I'm going to try to draw this out best I can. The best thing that the easiest thing to do is like we did when We finally posted those pictures of Rocker after we talked about Rocker. We need to just get an aerial photo and post that so people can tell what we're talking about. But so you yeah. got the Troy and Jordan at the secret patch. Go west, there's the secret bottom. You go kind of southwest of there where that block of woods ends. There's, some, there's a couple duck ponds, and then there's a food plot right on the edge of this lake we call Snag Lake.
1: Brand new food plot, never been yeah.
0: there. Call it surfing turf, or I call it surfing turf. I like it.
1: Surf and turf. <laughs> but anyhow
0: what we were doing me and brad went in there set up a ground line we were we were thinking because we we're at this time of the year you know brad has one arkansas tag left we're trying so hard to get on rocker and you know i told brad yesterday morning i said i said man i swear sometimes i feel like we're hunting a ghost just seeing nothing but pictures and we tried this uh bit setting up on this food plot because we're like man that's just right there from where he's living at you know that he could so and we didn't have a camera on it yeah, you
1: can't, know. he hadn't figured out where he's leaving yeah. bed at. Yet. so
0: we're, we're like it would be so easy especially with does coming out there for him to just step out there and so we're hunting there and we don't see i mean we see four or five does some yearlings i think like one three-year-old eight point fast forward to yesterday we pulled the camera in a secret bottom um and the day that we decided to hunt surfing turf instead of our secret bottom stand <laughs> rocker was in there at four o'clock
1: i think he's got y'all figured out better than you got him figured out obviously
0: <laughs> when he zigs we zag when we zag he zigs
1: he's a smart dude
0: he is elusive at his very best
1: you know there's no telling how many books are on this place that act like him but he's just special because he's so big
0: right it's just the thing i'm trying to look because me and brad both kind of looked at it and you couldn't help but laugh at it because you're like man are you kidding you know i mean it's just one of those things but the, and the interesting thing like what you were saying earlier about rocker never showing up at the secret patch that same day that big deer that would that was in the secret patch we he's, had pictures of him right there privet, yeah. with rocker yeah and for some reason rocker never went to secret patch he who knows
1: but if you look at the pictures the big now i don't even know how many point 10 or 11 point he's, yeah a big deer big big deer
0: he's over 150
1: yeah and I man, he's he'd be the biggest one we had here if it wasn't for Rocker. Yeah,
0: I mean, and he's not that far from Rocker. And honestly, Rocker could be smaller than him, and I still think we'd be chasing Rocker just because of how much history we yep, have with exactly. him. You know, it's it's more it's more than just about the
1: antlers. It's at kind this of a point. grudge match now. Yeah, we got outsmarting. <laughs> one of the kind things. of getting personal. Yeah, but that big deer was in Secret Patch at four thirty that afternoon. He was at Privet at five. Yeah, and Rocker never shows up mm-hmm. in Secret. So
0: and when he left he was headed that direction yeah he just never Where's he go i don't know disappears i wish i knew he's if, got an underground food plot if, he goes to if i knew we'd have him by now but obviously <laughs> we don't know if we knew we would have been there instead of surfing turf yeah but so goes our luck but
1: that's the way this week's going it's kind of been slow i mean we're seeing a lot of deer as far as rutting activity but no, yeah. nothing mature you no know? um you know me and y'all saw a mature deer yesterday yeah
0: brad got an earful from me because i mean he was probably a mid-30s 10 point looked about five or six years old walked by us at bow range
1: but i mean what do you do when you got a 170 this i mean it's kind of dilemma everybody faces at some point in their life no matter if you're hunting a pine rose or anywhere you like yeah
0: (sighs) i told brad and and i wasn't i was not upset at brad for passing that deer up i just like to give him heck about it Mm because that's just how we do but i told him right then he said he said you wouldn't pass that deer up would you i said no i've been a me and you the same way we're opportunists he yep. said i said he said you wouldn't pass that deer up brad always gives me heck about hunting the pine rows growing up he said that you wouldn't pass that deer in the pine rows." i said brad i wouldn't pass that deer in the pine rows. i wouldn't pass him here at cottonmouth i wouldn't pass him in southern iowa on the first morning of the hunt
1: first week That's, of november <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh you know but i i get well and the thing is too to look at it is like you know we're not it's not like we're hurting for deer meat you know if we wanted just deer meat we could go kill a doe and it, it's just i get it you know yeah. brad, brad has hunted that deer rocker more than anyone has you
1: got to make sacrifices to yeah. do something like that and i'm not i'm i can't make those sacrifices. No, that's I, told, I
0: told brad i said i'm gonna be a, a bird in the hand kind of guy till the day i die the first yeah. mature deer i get a shot at is gonna be the one i shoot that's just how i am yep. but i don't fault him for that like i said he's he he i mean rocker's on everyone's hit list if he walks out in front of wilbur tonight wilbur will shoot him but brad's just put in more work for him than anyone else at this point Spend and so more
1: time in the tree for sure
0: right and so for him passing up a deer like that to to ho- hopefully get a shot at rocker i completely understand
1: if we ever do see rocker that's gonna be a joyous day
0: gosh man like I said, it, it's funny me and brad we were talking yesterday because again we were hunting rocker and i said brad think about how many hours we've put in trying to get that deer
1: how many hours have we spent talking about that deer? There's no
0: telling. Like I said, "If I'm sorry if y'all listen to this podcast get tired of hearing about him, but I just we almost obsess over it." Yeah. But because I, I said, "Think about it this way: me and Brad last year saw Rocker one time for about two minutes, and he got like sixty yards, and then the doe just happened to take him the wrong way, and that two minute period that we saw that deer
1: most intense ever is
0: burned into my brain." i can remember all of it i can't remember all those other hours that the that we spent there but that little two minute window Mm -hmm. i can't forget it man when you see a deer of that caliber one you chase that long when you finally lay eyes on him for sure well let's talk about here let's get off rocker and get off the rocker and uh talk about what you did this morning I like I liked what we did this morning.
1: Did a little redneck hunt.
0: We did a little did a little trying something different. We took a
1: five gallon bucket for being to sit on, run the camera, and me and Lake went scouting. Yeah. But we were hunting while we were scouting. Yeah. And still did it the smart way. You we uh we got this lane in Arkansas that runs northeast to southwest. Yeah. It's five, six hundred yards. I mean, it's probably a half mile long. At least. And we plant it every year just for it's a high spot on the island so if it floods deer still have food there we yeah. just plant it just cause.
0: like two years ago when we had the really high flood that, still that, out that shut our deer season off with that that's exactly why we have that food plot because those deer those deer still had that food source that food plot
1: it. is there just for the benefit of the deer's nutrition yeah but it's still you got to go hunt it i mean oh, you got to yeah. try it but we never do because no. we got all these other spots that we just got used to hunting and yeah it's hard to hunt a lane like that because it's so long and you don't know where the deer are going to come out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough hunting something like that.
0: The only way to do it, I think, is to do like what you did this morning.
1: Yeah. Well, this morning we uh, we decided to just go try it. We're going to sit on the ground. It wasn't no sense in putting up a ground blind or a stank. You don't know where to sit. Right. You know, you don't know where the deer are coming out or what they're doing. Yeah. So we decided to just go sit on a little tree. A little, it's a bunch of islands of trees out there in the food yeah. plot. It's just, it's pretty. It's a bunch of scattered trees down it you can't see that down the whole lane because there's so many trees in it Mm-mm. so you can only pick like a 200 yard window to see so we started at the north end of it sat down a few minutes saw a deer cross about 600 yards yeah. down there like well i guess we need to move up a little bit <laughs> and,
0: you know when we sat down there it was still four daylight and mm-hmm. we couldn't you know we were kind of seeing like yeah it looks like you can see a little bit there and when it got daylight, we're like, you really can't see. We could see maybe 100 yards good. Yeah. You know, where that far, there was like you one have little. little holes. Yeah, there was like one little spot where y'all saw that deer way down there, and that's when we decided we probably need to ease up a little bit more. Well,
1: we move up 200 yards and sit down where we can see probably 400 yards down the right. Or 456 to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> so we sitting there, I mean, we hadn't even sat down yet and i think it was you or ben I said there's a buck chasing doe down yeah, there no
0: ben says it because we were still walking and we, we hit the dirt because we didn't know how close he was talking about yeah. but he was like 400 yards
1: but we uh, pulled up by nose an and there's real nice seven or eight point chasing the doe and, right and we're like well they're moving down there and we sit there by that tree the rest of the morning yeah had some does and some spikes the spikes push some does out what 150 yards from us if that but the majority of the deer are down there at four hundred and fifty six yards. Yeah. We saw what, fifteen deer cross down there? Probably. At least. If it may have been the same deer, but they were crossing. There we
0: we talked about it there would be at, there was at least like I'd say six to eight different deer. Yeah, and two bucks. Possibly fifty I mean, I know the two bucks were different. Um there possibly were fifteen different deer, but you just don't know. You don't if know. They were crossing back and forth
1: anyway we are going back in there this afternoon just because with mri we put in this morning yeah, because
0: like what George was talking about all these deer were crossing in the same spot yep, and a, which and you talked about it too along that lane
1: it's a blow down tree it skinnies the yeah. lane up a little bit and that's the the pinch point yeah i mean it's a long lane hard to hunt but that's a pinch and it's it,
0: it you see that a lot with whitetails is it, you know when they're going to cross an open spot like that a narrow spot they're going to try to find a spot where they can spend the least amount of time in the open as possible
1: but it, you know like the deer out west is totally opposite a lot of places right they've crossed wide i've been hunting in kansas you'd think they'd be running up and down in draws like crazy but i saw a majority of the bucks is opening wide open areas i'm like what in the world is that buck doing throws you off kilter yeah and but anyways here they they cross the spot of most cover right and so, yeah, if y'all are noticing a common theme
0: that we've all talked about, cover. Cover, cover, cover. Because cover. it's the same, the same type of deal while these deer are crossing there, chasing whatever. On the west side of the road, right where they're coming out of, it is a dense thicket. Mm-hmm. Dense, dense. I mean, like hold all kinds of deer, dense.
1: But anyways, we are going to try that out here in just a few minutes, me and Benji's yep. going down there. We got us some office chairs, and we're going to plop up on the side of the road and cut <laughs> some
0: limbs, and we're just doing that old school stuff. The only thing you're missing, if you had, if you took with you an RC Cola and some moon pies, you and my granddaddy would get along Ooh. just fine. You know,
1: I, I love this kind of stuff, too, because it's something new. Yeah. You know, we kind of get caught up in the same old same yeah. old
0: we talk about that all the time that's that's something i like to do it i know you like to do it because it's so easy and this is a good tip i know i mean we i know we shot a tip video about this before but if y'all are listening to this it's it, it's i see it a lot in in like deer camps family land somewhere that you just hunted the long time everybody's got their favorite spot yeah you've got your favorite spot or you've just got your stand set up and at this point in the year it's and you know it's easy to just get complacent with it
1: and deer change deer change they do uh, they don't migrate like elk or anything do but they do migrate yeah i think i mean they may have a 100 acres over but they change areas yeah. just based on food source based that's on all it food
0: is. source based on cover changing based yep. on all kinds of things
1: you come in here in october you're like man it's thick everywhere you come out there right now you're like well that's wide open yeah even even if
0: you know even if it's not a result of the deer changing maybe it was just a new spot you've never tried before exactly. you know just yep. something you have never t- thought of and if you're not you know doing what we did was off the wall but we still did it smart you know yep. our wind was blowing southwest and it blew right over the water because again the this lane that we're talking about runs right along the bank of the river it actually if you if you leave this lane and keep going up the road north you run right into that stand that blind where jimmy killed the seven points so you're right, right on the bank of the river
1: yep. so and heat that buck came out of the same thicket we're hunting this afternoon so should yeah. be a good afternoon. I'm pretty excited. The weather's great. You couldn't ask for better weather. No,
0: as far as rut time in in the South goes, this is picture perfect. High pressure, steady wind, it's cool. A,
1: it's a food plot day. Absolutely. And we got a pretty one to go sit on.
0: Yeah, but, I think it'd be funny. I think, I think it'd be hilarious. It's gonna actually. be funny,
1: but it's gonna. I mean, it's it's doing it smart too. Yeah.
0: Know? And the thing is too, if you find out, I mean, like that's how you find a new spot. Like that might be a good spot to hang a stand. Yeah. And if it does, I mean then that's what you go do, but that's how you figure out stuff like that. Yeah. Or it, that's a way to figure out stuff like yeah, that.
1: I you just gotta go try, you gotta go hunt. Yeah. But anyways, we are finna go get ready for that. Yeah. I gotta go oil up my office chair because it's a little bit squeaky. <laughs> but
0: Well, um, as you could guess, me and Brad will be after rocker again this evening. I'm yeah. telling one thing that I do uh I do think is working in our favor is last year me and Brad were actually we were digging through pictures. Uh, we did not get the first daylight picture of rocker last year until december
1: 23rd we're on him a little bit better this year yeah december he's showing up
0: 12th was that the yeah today's yesterday was the 12th but that thursday that that's he was the ninth at, it was the ninth yep. so i mean that's 20 early. days earlier yeah pretty much so. so i mean i honestly think if we keep sticking with him and keep not going in there unless the conditions are right and the wind's good i mean i, I will get him i really think we'll get him.
1: it's a matter of time and it's getting the right time of year and he's gonna slip up yeah.
0: so i'm not sure where will and troy are going this afternoon but i'm sure they'll be going
1: to bucks and ducks hey, wilbur's trying to go kill that deer that come under us the other day when it was not even good camera light at all so
0: or when the camera was already on the that, ground
1: yeah i had a camera on the ground that's right <laughs> Drop the camera on the ground and buck comes up and makes a scrape at 30 yards it's
0: kind of like what you go do when you're duck hunting you haven't seen anything so you go to get your decoys and then the ducks start oh firing. yeah
1: same way same deal but anyway we finna go get after them. yeah
0: i hope yeah we so we allotted ourselves more time this afternoon didn't have to rush off and make a 20 minute podcast so i hope y'all enjoyed it uh as always y'all if y'all listen to any of this and learn anything from it and kill something or Have a good hunt, anything, or if you you want to send in any questions. Uh, We didn't have any questions this week, or if we did, I I haven't seen them yet, but um, always send those in. We always love to address them or see what kind of success y'all are having. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get to it. Hope y'all enjoyed it. And, as always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.